Hello, this is Toothy Toll, Dr. Kyle Dumpert. Dr. Walter Aka. We have uh, no guest with us today. No. Uh, because, you know, I, I called Kyle uh, and I told him I needed uh, um, basically, what do you want to call it? A therapy, therapy session. session. Yeah. Yeah, let's call it a therapy session. Uh, this week he's been probably one of the, the most, the hardest, uh, longest week uh, in dentistry for me. To be okay. Honest. You know, and uh, so let's just start from the beginning, right? Okay. And I'm going to ask a few questions, and you're going to help me. You're my therapist, so I, okay. I appreciate okay. you taking time out of your busy day to Absolutely. help. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> so so. Three hundred dollar an hour fee. Or, oh, okay, well, we'll start the clock right now. I'm not paying you anything. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, le okay, let's start with this. Ready? When we decided to go to dental school, we knew that it was going to be tough. Right. right. We knew what we were getting ourselves into. Yep. Right. Uh, Here's the thing that I don't understand. We all go to dental school. We all learn about the same thing, right? right? If you want to learn more, you expand your knowledge, become a specialist, take CE courses, whatever it may be. Right. Right? Okay. Um, you don't, would you ever build, would you ever go and fix your car without reading something about it, either on, you know, YouTube University, you know, Google, <laughs> <laughs> Google uh, uh, doctrines? You know, no. like, would you ever do something like, would you just, okay. Just jump, no, you not just jump in, especially with something, you know, right. worth anything. Right. right. Do, would you ever, ever buy something that's worth like 50,000 or more without knowing how to use it? No. Right. Would you buy a car without knowing how to drive? No. No. Okay. So this is what I'm noticing. A lot of people buy stuff, but don't know how to use it in dentistry. Okay. Or depend on other people. Like for example, if you bought a car, would you would you call the the person who sold you the car and say, "Hey, you really need to teach me how to drive this car." No. But a lot of people buy CBCTs because they, hey, I can charge for it, I can do more implants and stuff, but they don't know how to read it. Okay, this is a good conversation because I'm buying a combi. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Kyle, if you call me asking me how to fucking read anything, that's CBCT. One, our friendship is over. Two, I'm going to come over there to Pennsylvania and kick your ass personally. <laughs> okay. No, but you know, this is what pisses me off because there's so many dentists that are buying CBCTs because they think it's a cool thing to do. It's where we're going, right? And I do believe CBCTs are amazing tools, but you need to know how to read a CBCT before right. you buy a CBCT. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the problem. There's so many people that don't know how to read it. And then they basically send a patient to you as a referral saying, hey, I want an implant. Can you read it and let me know if you can do an implant? Wait, wait. So so the dentist yeah. is taking the scan. Taking the scan, charging the patient. Okay. And then they're and then sending saying, it to you. And figure saying, it out from here. Figure it out from there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> or I don't know how to read it. Can you show me how to read it? Wow. Okay. Yes. No, that's that's what's that's happening. not a good approach to take. That's not a good approach to take. But guess what? Financially, that's great for them, right? Because you've taken a CBCT, you get to charge the patient, but then you forget that you don't have to read it. And a lot of people don't realize this, right? Anytime a doctor takes an x-ray, for example, medical doctors will send you to a radiologist right. to take an x-ray because the radiologist will read the x-ray and basically write a paper or a report that says this is everything that i see right in the x-ray 
right. Dentists, we don't have, I mean, we have dental radiologists, true, right? Yes. But most of the time we say we take bite wings, we take panoramics, and we're responsible for knowing the anatomical structures, right. knowing what's, what's on the x-ray. So if there's something that's not correct or uh, not what it's supposed to look like, we should have enough knowledge to at least say, let me send you someone else that does. Right. Right. But if you take something like a CBCT and you don't know how to even read it, right. you don't know what you're looking at. Right. You don't know what you're looking for. Right. But then why the hell are you taking a CBCT? Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I, I'm getting one not so I can take the scan and send it to a specialist. It's so I can get the scan and use it so I can treatment plan, I can diagnose, and not have to send people to a specialist. Okay. That, that that's uh wow or 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 let me ask you this if you do diagnose and you realize hey i'm going to need to do a ridge augmentation here i need to build this area up a little more right now you have an idea you can say to the specialist hey i did the cbct i got measurements of this this and this you know i need a cb i need a, a ridge augmentation to develop that area right right and then you take the cbct again and say Oh, after your surgery, we got this, this, and this. Now you have better communication with your specialist. Right. Right. Okay. So then this comes on to my next topic. Okay. My second part, doctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever we were in dental school, okay, Kyle, you and I went to the same school. Yep. Uh, we all went to dental school, right? That's how you become a dentist. If for yep. those that don't know, you go to dental school, you become a dentist. Cool. Right. We have a basic knowledge level platform. What we're supposed to know is most general dentists, we like to consider them, at least I like to consider them, people that ride, they're basically, they're the bus drivers. Right, yep. And we're all in the bus, mm -hmm. okay? The bus driver takes us to where we're going. Okay. So as a, if, you're in a, if you're a patient and you go to your general dentist and you say, hey doc, my mouth is a complete mess, I need, I need, I want a beautiful Hollywood smile again. Mm -hmm. Your dentist is supposed to say, cool, let's have a sit down. Let's take impressions. Let's take x-rays that I know how to read. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's take impressions that I know how to, uh, how, how to take, right? You right. go through all these things and then you do exam, you use your laboratory, you use everything to kind of get an idea, a game plan. Right. The only team that I've ever seen, and I mean, I've seen a lot of games, like for example, recently, the 76ers blew a 36 or was it 26 point lead okay in the playoffs okay yeah. one yeah. of the biggest leads that i mean literally you you should just you could have held the ball and probably still won the game but they blew it <laughs> okay. okay that's lack of game plan right right you went in there with a game plan something happened and you couldn't change or manipulate the game plan to win right if you're a general dentist and you don't have a game plan you're going to lose right. right right so this is what's happening right now General dentists are coming or sending patients to me. And again, if, if, if any general dentist is out there listening and you want to basically, you want to tell me I'm full of crap and I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about, please come on a podcast. I really do like arguing today. Um, but, <laughs> but general dentists are sending patients to and saying, treatment plan the patient for me. Let me know, can you do implants? Let me know, um, you know, uh, uh, how many implants you want me to, you know, how many implants are we going to place here and so forth. It's not, hey, Dr. Aka, I have this patient. Based on everything that I want to do with the patient's consent, mm -hmm. or I've talked to the patient, 
they want this, this, and this. Right. So can you do this? That's how the, the interaction should be. Right. The, your general dentist sends you to me, and they say, this is all I want to do. I want to do all this. Right. Can you do this? Right. And then my job is to say, yes, I can do this, or no, there's not enough bone here. I need to do this, this, and this. Right. But in the end, I'm supposed to be, hey, Kyle, I can do everything that you wrote down for me because your plan is what I'm going to follow. Right, right. It should not be, Kyle, here's the plan. Yeah. Are yeah. you okay with this? Right, that right. That should not be the way it I, works. I, I completely agree with you. But this is what's happening. Do you, so you're seeing this from the- From everybody, the, by the way. It's not everybody. just- it's not just like the people that I work with directly. No, it's, it's everybody. Is it everybody. just recent grads? Is it because they don't have that experience or are you seeing it from older dentists also? Uh, older dentists also. I feel like everybody's become so complacent. They don't want to deal with patients or tell patients that they can't do something. Okay. Right? There are some times where you just have to say, it's going to cost a shitload of money. Excuse my language, everybody is listening. <laughs> it's going to cost a crap load of money. Right. And it, 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 but you have to know this is what you're getting yourself into. You can't promise a, a, a Lamborghini when you when the patient has a budget of a of a, a Volkswagen. You can't right. do that. Right. Yeah. You have to say this is your budget right. because you and I had a conversation. Mm -hmm. We sat down and I showed you this is the worst case scenario. Right. Right. Or you can say to the patient, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but based on everything that me and the specialists have worked on together in the past, if you've done one implant and that implant took, you know, cost maybe $2,000 mm -hmm. and the patient wants four implants, right. not in including bone graft, not including surgical, like ridge augmentation, or anything, just four implants, you multiply that by four. So two times four. Right. Basic math, guys. We're doing right. basic math, right? That's right. eight. Okay. So yeah. you can sit there and tell the patient it's going to cost roughly $8,000. Right. Right. Do you, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, have $8,000? Right. If they say there's no way in, that I'm going to spend $8,000 for my mouth, then you've eliminated those four implants. And now right. you can say, based on that, we're not even going to talk about that. We're anymore. not going to go to the Cadillac plan. Let's, we're not let's going to Cadillac. Yes. Yep. Now let's go to the next level below. And then yep. you keep going until the patient says, this fits me more. Yep. Or it fits my budget. Right. But that's not the discussion people are having. Hmm. And this is what irritates me, Kyle. So do you think, hmm. would you prefer the general dentist have that conversation? Or do you think, uh, like some general dentists don't have a personality, can't, I know we don't like to sell dentistry, but we don't. But it, but that's exactly what it is. I mean, right. it's, I, it's selling dentistry, but you're you're selling to me. It's not like you're not a salesperson. You're not like a like a used car salesman. Right. You're basically trying to sell dental health to patients. Right. You're trying to sell something that they need. You know, one guy. Uh, I think I said this to you before, but one guy told me he 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 uh, used to sell um uh, what's it called uh um timeshares. Yeah. And he was like, I can get somebody to buy a timeshare. I don't understand how it's so hard for you to get somebody to do something that's good for their health. Right. And when he said that, I was like, holy crap. He's right. Yeah. yeah. So why are we so afraid to just tell people exactly what they need 
if they don't do it, that's fine. That's your health. Right. I'm still going to sleep tonight. I'm not the one that's in pain. Right. You know, I, it's your health. I, I When I think of selling to, when, whenever we're selling to a patient, we are trying to do what's best for them. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. 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 And that's not always the case, by the way. It, it isn't. No. But when I think of a general dentist who is doing the general, most general dentists are doing, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollar cases, you know, a couple of rounds, uh, you know, they're, they're maxing out the insurance benefits and, you know, that's it. We're done. So they, a lot of general dentists don't have that experience, uh, myself included of selling a 30,000, a $50,000 case. Um, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Is it you don't have the experience of selling fifty, or are you just uncomfortable with that big of a treatment plan, right? Wow. Because maybe them they may need multiple implants. They may need like occlusal adjustment things right. that like a prosthodontist would do. Right, and and, and that's why I don't. I know I have the skill set to do it. I don't want to do a fifty thousand dollar treatment plan. That's when lawyers get involved. That's when expectations, if they aren't met, that's when you get unhappy people. So I would rather, that's what specialists are for, in my opinion, to do those bigger cases, like a prostodontist. Uh, well, okay. Let me ask you this then. And this is another discussion, right? J just because you can't do it, does it mean it doesn't exist? Right. No, right. I, I get that a lot though. I get a lot of people that keep getting deep cleanings when they should get surgery to basically correct for their issue. Right. Right. And, and a lot of the general dentists don't want to send them them out because I don't do it. So why would I send it out and lose that patient potentially to somebody else or I might lose that revenue? Right. And, and as doctors, we should be giving all of the options and leaving it up to the where our job is to inform them. This is your condition. These are the treatment options. Cadillac, you know, New new Chevy versus used Chevy versus you know thousand dollar car. These are what your options are. The the benefits and pros and cons of each of each treatment option. Which route would you like to go? Yeah. Uh, I think there are some people like uh, like Clear Correct. No, uh, um, what's the implant all on for? Uh, oh, uh, uh, is is Clear Correct? I think Clear no, Choice. No, 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 Clear Choice. So they know how to sell a $50,000 case because that's all they do, right? Right. Yeah, they had prosthetic on there and oral surgeons. They're completely comfortable for that. So yep. If the patient has to lose all their teeth and they come in my office and I say, "Look, this is you know, this is going to be a $50,000 case to have all your teeth taken out and the best thing for you, you have dry mouth, you have high ca caries rate, you have all this stuff, you're, you have a high palatal vault, you're never going to wear a denture. Your best option is full mouth rehab with implants. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, well, how much is that going to cost? Well, you're probably looking at $50,000. Right. The patient, well, no, I don't want to spend that much on my health. God forbid, you know, I have to spend money on my health. But at that point, I'm not experienced enough to sell that $50,000 case to make that emotional connection with the patient for them to want it enough to spend $50,000. So in that case, just go talk to them, see what they have to say. And at that point, I'm relying on those specialists to sell that case. But I am still giving the patient the basic information. I'm not saying, look, 
Right. You know, your, your insurance is a thousand dollars. They're going to maximize your insurance for you and then leave it at that. Now you give them some context, but, exactly. uh, you know, like you said, roundabout numbers are, are good, but for people that are doing that type of work all the time, I'm relying on them to, you know, whatever they do to sell cases or to right. inform the patient, they have a lot more experience in making that connection with the patients than I do. Right. And, and again, like I said, I'm not asking you to do my job for me. That's not at all. Yeah. But at least give the patient a broad understanding of what's right. happening. Right. But that also involves you actually knowing what's going to happen. Right. Knowing what a, you know, what a, a, a osseous surgery is. Right. Knowing that, hey, this area is, this bone is really thin. Right. For example, I had a patient uh, this week, wonderful lady, you know, and I basically went down and broke everything down to her. She said, this is what I want. And I said, okay, you want this? You don't want this? And I listened to her, right? And I said, okay, based on everything you said, we need to do what we call a block graft, which is take bone from one part of your jaw and put in another to build the bone up so mm -hmm. we can do implants later on. I don't do that. I don't do that in the sense that I don't sedate people. I don't put people to sleep to right. do that. Right. I don't think anybody should do that awake. Right. I really don't. <laughs> I, that is a horrible, horrible idea. Right. So I sent it to an oral surgeon Okay. that I knew did that and sedated the patient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That case could potentially run fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. Right. If I was a piece of crap dentist, I would have been like, you're staying with me. I'm making all that money, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I was like, no, I'm not your guy. Yeah. And the funny thing is that's actually, it was a, a friend of mine's mom. Oh. And I'm like, I am not. And they literally came directly to me and I said, I'm not your guy. But what I will do is explain to you everything that's going to happen. Right. The oral surgeon is going to go more details with numbers. But look for this, think about this, you know, ask this kind of question. So now right. I'm preparing them so when they go there, they have a better conversation. Right. So they understand it even more in depth. Right. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Right. We have to get out of, our, out of our way and out of our pockets and stop being so damn selfish when it comes to patients. No. Patients care enough to say, thank you for being honest. Mm -hmm. I'm going to refer other people to you because you were so honest. You could yep. have just said, no, let me do this myself and go through all this misery. Right. But you didn't. And you sent me to the person that you thought was going to do the best. And if it ends up being a great situation, she gets the results that she wants. She's going to send more patients to you. Yeah. Because yeah. now there's a trust situation. Right. But a lot of dentists don't want to believe that. They think if I, I need to hold on to the patient so tight. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a, 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 a goofy looking like nerdy guy dating a hot model. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he wants to, uh, you yep. know, I'm going yep. to do everything I possibly can. To heal. The, the more you hold on, the worse it's going to get. Right. And right. It's going to look awkward. Everybody's yep. going to be sitting there going, oh, come on. <laughs> you guys don't belong together. Come on. You know, right. Right. No offense to any Revenge of the Nerds situation. Right. Don't, yeah. don't, don't yep. be yep. mad at me, you know. Well, uh, it, it's the same thing thing as patients that have severe attrition or, or wear of their teeth. Uh, I had several of those in the practice that I bought. And whenever I came in, I told them, look, you have a lot of wear on your teeth. You need to get this fixed. I'm not your guy to fix it. Right. You need full mouth rehab. You need crowns. You need, you know, vertical dimension opened up all this stuff. Well, nobody told me that before. I've been coming here for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I, I can't speak of what happened in the past, but this is where oh, you're yeah. at now. I'm not comfortable enough to do this treatment for you. Here's a prosthodontist number. You need to call them. And you're probably looking at, you know, if a crown's $1,000 at my office, mm-hmm. you're looking at, you know, at least 28 crowns in there if, if mm-hmm. he has all his teeth. And that gives you a rough idea. I don't know their exact numbers, but. Right. You could be like 2,000, 3,000. Right. But if you work with them, you can kind of get an idea. Right. Of how much roundabout, right? Right. But yeah, it, it's our job to, this is what's going on. And to, as you say, quarterback and give them their options as far as I can't fix it here, but this person is who I would send my own family to. This is who I would want doing my work for me. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the same person, by the way, right? right? There are specialists that are very good at certain things. Right. Like you can send it there. Okay. We'll talk for perio again. You know, I'm a periodontist, so I can talk crap about my own people. I'm okay with that. Uh, uh, but you know, there might be one guy who does implants, amazing implants, but right. sucks at doing like osteosurgery. Right. And there might be a guy who does osteosurgery really good. So you send that to that person. There might be a guy that who does like soft tissue is like beautiful soft tissue. You send it mm-hmm. to that person. Right. So within a specialist, there are people that just do things way better than others do. Right. And that's perfectly fine. Like, you know, you don't have to sit there and say, I'm going to keep sending it to this person. You can say, no, they're, they're good with this, but they suck at this. Right. Let me go ahead and send it accordingly. And, you know? that's and as, as a quarterback, at, right? say what? That's where medicine's at, right? You don't have, you know, the, the general practitioner doing everything. You have right. specialties, subspecialties. You right. have, right. Uh, you know, people that will just not only work on the hand, but maybe they, they specialize in the finger or whatever. Uh, that's a bad example, but they ha- they are so specialized that like the eye, they have to go to somebody for the retina. They have to go somebody for cataract. They have to go to somebody for, you know, whatever it is. And dentistry has pretty much avoided that where I, I'm licensed to do anything that you're licensed to do. Yep. And you're yep. a specialist, but I, I can do it if I want to. Yep. Yep. And the funny thing is, you know, uh, you know why, uh, and I hate to say this because I love Randall Cunningham, Eagles fan. I don't think Tom Brady is as great as he thinks he is, but <laughs> he's won multiple Super Bowls. And you know why he keeps winning? Because he doesn't just keep going to the same, he doesn't keep going to Gronkowski. Right. Right. He yeah. doesn't. He, uh, he, he, he dishes it out, so you never know where he's going to go. But in the end, the results are the same touchdown, yeah. right? Yeah. That's exactly what needs to happen when you're a general dentist. You're in charge. Like You let us know what to do. Right. You know, you come, you get in the huddle and you say, okay, I'm going to go to you for this. I'm going to go to you for this. I'm going to go to you for this. Right. But, the, but we don't have general dentists that are comfortable or confident enough to do that. Why? Because they graduate school barely knowing anything. Yeah. And they're supposed to be in charge of the team. Can you imagine if, if and, and this is very lucky that, you know, Patriots got somebody like this, the last or second to the last pick, you get this hall of famer. That doesn't exist. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Usually the last guy doesn't even see the playing field. Let's be completely right. hungry, right? right. <laughs> so imagine being that guy, right? You barely did anything in dental school. You get out and you're supposed to quarterback all this stuff. That, this is why I tell everybody you need training camp. You need yeah. a residency. You need yeah. to get the confidence so you understand what you're talking about. Right. You call me and you tell me a patient needs osteosurgery. I'm expecting deep pockets. I'm expecting pus. I'm expecting something. 
Right. If a patient comes to me and just needs a <laughs> needs a profi, I'm going to be like, what, what, what's your <laughs> dentist talking about? <laughs> you know, I'm judging you hardcore. Right. Yeah. Because you have you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Right. And this is the issue, bro. Like, I, and I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get off my soapbox, and we're gonna move on to something else. My my third part of this. Week. Well, <laughs> if we had an endodontist on this show, I'm sure they would say a lot of general dentists will just refer a tooth also to an endodontist for a root canal and to evaluate, please, uh, please root canal evaluate for restore restoration or something. Right. And if and, we had an endodontist, yeah. you know, they would be like, they'll probably say, <laughs> they'll probably say, uh, I can always root canal anything. Right. 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 You see, they can root canal a, a root tip that's left in the mouth. They can root canal a stump. Right. They can root canal a tooth, uh, a, 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 you know, uh, a stump from a tree, I, I, right. I, you know. No, okay, what did they? What's that one saying? Um, to a hammer, everything is a nail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't send anything to us if you don't expect us to do what we're trained to do. Right. Yep. Right. You tell us what you exactly want us to do, or call us and say, "Hey, I'm kind of confused about this. I need th I need your input." Right. That's okay because there's no patient in front of us. Right. I'm more than happy to give you an input. I'm more than happy for you to send me x-rays, send me fins and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Now that's a dialogue. Yeah. But when you send a patient to me and I'm sitting in front of the patient, I'm like, what the hell do you need from me? That's right. a bad idea. That's a bad sign because it makes me look stupid. Makes, well, no, makes you look stupid. Yeah, I'm look, just trying to help you out. Look stupid. Right. You know, but it doesn't make us look good because it's like, hey, well, don't you guys know what you're talking about? You're saying this and this person's saying this. It never makes anybody look good. Right. Yeah. You know? But I digress, my man. I wanna, I, 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 you know, I know you don't want to keep me for this therapy for too long. You know, I'm paying by the minute. All right, the last thing. The last thing. <sighs> this week has been tough for assistants. My okay. my assistants. Okay, let me explain what I mean. So I had a new assistant come on, uh, so I, I can train her. Okay. Right. Uh, really nice girl. Really nice girl. Um, there's two parts to this, right? After the second day, she says. Doc, your team is very negative. Mm -hmm. They fight with each other. They don't really help me out. They're not doing anything beneficial for me at all. I keep asking them stuff, and they're like, oh, go do whatever. Who cares? Da, da, da. And from literally from morning till afternoon, all they do is complain. At least one of them. All they do is complain. Oh. And I'm like, huh, okay. And she's like, yeah, this is just very draining. Yeah. So I have one person that's just a complainer the whole day. And I have another one who doesn't seem to care about their job and purposely slows down just so that they can kind of milk the clock in a way. Okay. This is what I'm hearing. Okay. How do I deal with something like that? That's the first thing. And then this new girl has on paper looks amazing. 10 years of experience, been to multiple offices. I kind of red flagged that, right? But then from the from a, from a um, clinical hands-on part, you would have thought that she's never assisted before in her life. Okay. And I said, hmm, that's unusual. Your paper, I mean, your resume says one thing, but yeah. your actions are saying something totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so then I said, I dug into it more because, again, I'm not responsible for, for hiring when it comes to this company. I just did just say, hey, Dr. Aka, if they can get through you, they can get through anybody. Okay, cool. I'm going <laughs> to Thank you. I'm going to ask you. I get it. Okay. Um, so then I'm like, let me have a conversation. And I basically talked to her, and when you dive deep, you realize that she, most of the time, 
when she was an assistant, it was mm -hmm. basically go to the front and and, and do the front work. Oh. So she barely assisted. Yeah. And it shows. Yeah. Huh. That's the issue. So first thing is, how the hell do you deal with negative assistance? And I'm actually about to be like, you know, both of you guys, separate. <laughs> go right. somewhere. Right. You know, how do you deal with assistance that kind of bring in the morale down? And how do you deal with lazy ass assistance? Well, <laughs> do you have an <laughs> office manager? Say what? You have an office manager. Well, yeah, but uh, again, you know, the vibe is still in the air, right? Okay. You, so you, there's still negativity in the air. Whenever I've had staffing issues at my place, uh, shortly after I bought it, um, I had a hygienist that was just, she contradicted everything I said. She had worked there for 20 years and she thought it was her office, not my office. Right. So when I came in, I told everybody, you know, this is what I expect. And as she continued to kind of undermine my authority at one of our staff meetings, I said, you know, today I'm putting on the little dickhead hat and you don't want me to put on the big dickhead hat or else <laughs> you're not going to like me. Right. So I made some, you know, this is, these are my expectations mm -hmm. and things continued to happen that I wasn't happy with. So I, that I had to put on the big dickhead hat and somebody got, she got fired and morale improved. Right. Right. Recently, I had to have that same conversation with the staff uh, where we have a list of agreements, you know, open and honest communication, mm -hmm. playful out, you know, support each other, nice. uh, you know, uh, yes. different things that we all agree upon. Right. And I had to call everybody out and say, I, I do a bonus system at my office. And I said, does okay. everybody like the bonus system? Yes. Does everybody want to keep the bonus system? Yes. Okay. Well, what I've been noticing is I have some employees that do an amazing job, work hard over and above everybody else. Then I have some that when we were in school, I always hated group projects because <laughs> somebody is always doing the work and others are riding on their coattails. That's right. And I'm seeing that now. I'm not mentioning any names. If you think I'm talking about you, then I probably am. There you go. So if you like your bonus and you want to keep your bonus, everybody needs to support each other and everybody needs to contribute. If you don't, then the bonus is going to change to something else that you're not going to like. Right. And I find money was a powerful motivator and that got everybody back on the same page. Now, I think humans have a tendency to revert to the lowest um, lowest mm -hmm. amount of effort possible. Mm -hmm. So every so often you have to put on that little dickhead hat and hopefully you don't have to put on the, the big dickhead hat. But that's how I've handled things in my office so far that have seemed to work out good. But I don't know how much pull you have right. uh, with those yeah. kind of decisions. Yeah, no, I mean, in the end, I can choose and I can I can definitely make a decision on who I, I want to work with, yeah. you know. But one thing I've always done is I've tried my best to make sure that as a unit, we work well together. Right. right? Because we're all in the same, like, 
you know, I like to call it the same boat. We're on the same boat, right? right. Uh, in the end, if there's a little hole in, if there's a hole in the boat, we're all gonna sink. Right. So again, I need to make sure that there's no hole in the boat. And if there is, we need to patch up that hole. Right. Right. Have a conversation with each other. Talk to each other. I am. I am not your mother, nor right. am I your father. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to Happy all the Father's Day. Here. You know, we work hard. Um, actually, some of us do. Some of us don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't work hard, you're a deadbeat, and I don't like you. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you that right now. I hate you so much. Kids uh, <laughs> didn't choose to have you, so remember that. Okay, do your best. Happy Father's Day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, honestly, right? Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not your parent. Yeah. I'm not here to babysit you. Right. You know, I always tell everybody, I'm like, if you do your job, you'll never hear from me. Right. You'll never hear a single thing besides me cracking jokes, having a good time, laughing with you. Right. If you don't do your job, you're gonna hear from me. Yeah, and most people don't like it when they hear from me because, like you said, little dickhead hat. I would say I just basically turn into somebody you just don't want to deal with. Right. And then the whole environment is just kind of like, oh crap, you know. Yeah. And I don't want people walking on eggshells. Right. It takes me a long time to get to that point. Once I get there, it's not fun for anybody. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's the thing that I, I'm, I'm actually getting to that point. I'm getting to that point. And for me, I'd rather just get boat rid of both of you, and not have to deal with anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Think about it. I'd rather just say, let me clean slate. Yeah. Because clearly you two are butting heads. Yeah. It's affecting patients. It's going to affect the environment. And when other people are coming to me and saying, man, you guys are some negative ass people. That's yeah. not a good vibe. Like you are representing me. Why would somebody who just started working tell me how horrible and negative you people are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make anybody look good. No. And you got to pick out that which one's the bad apple that is causing right. the issues and get rid of her. Him or her, actually. Let's be completely honest. I have a uh, uh, no. I'm being serious. I have, I have, I have a young lady that works for me, and young and a young guy that works for me. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, like if if and I've said this to, I'm like, if you're not happy, go, leave. Right. right. You know, one thing I can't stand is for people to think that they belong somewhere they don't. Social right. media has made people think that they are way worth, they're worth more than they really are. Right. Honestly, I am never going to dunk or play like Jordan. Right. Just because I watch a, a few Jordan videos doesn't mean I'm Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he makes it look easy. Yeah. Because he's put in thousands of hours. Yeah. He is naturally gifted. Yeah. I may take make a procedure look easy. That doesn't mean as an assistant you can do the same. Right. Okay. Yep. Just like I know I'm a bad assistant. Mm-hmm. I learned that in dental school. I'm a horrible <laughs> assistant. Right. I, if, if Kyle said, hey, well, can you help me with this surgery? So, more than likely, I'll get in the way of him <laughs> right. actually finishing that procedure <laughs> in a timely manner. That's why great assistants are so hard to find. And that's yeah. why we love great assistants. And we will yeah. do, hopefully, most doctors will do whatever it takes to keep those assistants because they're right. amazing and they right. make our lives easier. But yeah. one thing you are not is Beyonce. You cannot right. sing like Beyonce. You don't look like Beyonce. You don't act like Beyonce. Yeah. Don't be Beyonce if you're not Beyonce. And that might be a conversation to have is, hey, I, I've noticed that you're, you bring a negative energy into this place. Is yeah. this something you're truly happy doing? Right. If not, you know, I want you to be happy in life and fulfilled with the work okay. that you're doing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should, you know, really, if you want to be here, you know, show it or right. let's try to find something that you do like doing. You know, I, I, I don't think people understand this, and this goes for everything, right? 
if you're really good at something, people want to keep you around. They want to refer to you. They want to work with you. Right. Right. Do anything you can to make sure you're happy. Yep. But if you're not good at something and you think that you are good at it, but people are like, nah, I'd rather you not be here. Then you leaving isn't going to change anything. If anything, it's going to make it better. Mm-hmm. So this goes for everybody. I'm going to put it out there, Kyle. This goes for everybody. Realize your actual worth. Yeah. If you are good at something, people will always tell you, hey, you're amazing at this. Thank you yeah. so much. You're doing great. If no one says that to you, you're not good at it. <laughs> right? If, if it comes down to the last shot and I have Kevin Durant or me, I pray <laughs> to God <laughs> that no one, no one gives me the ball. <laughs> I'm literally going to be like, no, no, not me. No, him. No, to that guy. <laughs> Kevin is on the other end. Yep. He's got this. You see what I'm saying? So no yeah. one compliments you. No one acts like you are an amazing. You're amazing at what you do. Neither one. You got to get better. Right. And there's nothing wrong with getting better. Right. Or you got to say this may not be for me because yeah. I'm so negative. I'm so just just beaten up by this environment that I don't belong in. Right. Yeah. And that goes to dentists too. If you're if you're a crappy person, to your assistants, or just a, just you make the environment just negative. Yeah. Quit dentistry. Yeah. No one wants you to be a dentist. No. And that includes your assistants that you hired. Yeah. <laughs> They'll rather go find another job. Yeah. And that's why you can't keep staff. That's why you have to spend you know twenty percent on marketing to bring new patients in because they don't like you. Your your staff doesn't like you you should probably find another job or figure out what you need to change to be happy at your job. I mean, what more can we say, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I felt like this was more of a therapy session for everybody else, but I, I, I enjoyed this. <laughs> I got a lot of anger out because this week has been incredibly long, man. It was, yeah. it was just incredibly long. I mean, great day today. You know, I got a chance to uh, go uh, uh, to, uh, to eat last night. Um, and, and, oh, never take, uh, a three-year-old and a, and an eighteen-month-old to a nice restaurant. Expect them to eat <laughs> anything that's on that menu besides fries. Okay, yeah. and then my my daughter, the the eighteen-month-old, has discovered ketchup. Uh, they say I say ketchup, but people call it ketchup, or they're different pronunciations. Okay. Heinz, 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 yeah. uh, right? And 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 so she's discovered this, and so what she does is she'll take the the French fry and they'll dip it in there, and then just like that. Oh, okay. And I keep telling her, hey, you can eat the fry with it. Yeah. But that, that angers her. <laughs> when I interject any kind of opinion, that pisses her off. Uh-huh. So last night was more of like, let me just eat the, let me just slurp on this and, and, and eat the fry as I want to. You know? <laughs> and then we bought like, <laughs> we went to a steakhouse, right? And, and it's funny because, oh, sorry. It's funny because um, it was for me. My wife was like, yeah. "Oh, let me get, let me take you guys out." We just couldn't find a babysitter, so we took the kids. Okay. Um, steakhouses are jackasses because they have nothing for kids. Well, but I... but but ready, but uh, 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 chicken tenders. Yeah. Which are dry. Yeah. And then they they're like, "Oh, well, you can have some. You can get a steak for them," and and they basically put all this pepper on the steak, so they they didn't want it. Well, you know, when you, uh-huh. when you take the kids, I don't see a lot of steakhouses advertising for kids either. So no, uh, no Kyle, they had a they had a kids menu. Okay, <laughs> don't try to do that. Don't try, <laughs> don't try to do that. 
All right, because you make me seem bougie. Don't try to do that. <laughs> okay, this you is know, my. I'm going to take my. If I had kids and I was going to uh-huh. take them to a Michelin five star restaurant <laughs> or whatever, I'm not going to expect to see chicken nuggets and mac and cheese on the menu. Well, they, they, you know what? If it was a Michelin five star, they should maybe have something for kids. <laughs> not everybody, not everybody can find the babysitter. Okay, they need to be more sensitive towards the parents because guess what? We would we like to leave. We like to yeah. go out. Yeah. We like to have a good time. And the funny thing is, it was funny. Uh, usually, when you go to some of these restaurants, you get there, you you have to valet park. You have no parking at all, right? Because it's like right. it's a busy time, right? You go yeah. around like eight, nine o'clock, whatever. We went there at five thirty. Okay. Okay. We went there at five. That's their that's their dinner time. So we went there at like five thirty. All right. There was like no one there. We literally parked in the front. <laughs> Usually the front parking is safe for like the Lamborghinis and you know nice yeah. cars. Uh-huh. Not my Nissan. You know, <laughs> I parked my Nissan, my tinted uh, window. You know, like the little shade for the sun to block the sun. Uh-huh. It was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, I know that they were like, man, we need to get this out of here so that we can get the nicer cars in the front. You know. But I, I was happy because, like, we walked in. And there were other people that had kids that went there. And we were leaving. They're like, oh, happy Father's Day. You know, you can just tell who are, who's miserable, who's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who have kids and who don't, you know? Like, the people that had kids were like, what was I thinking? They're all just coming out just exhausted. The people that didn't have kids or had babysitters are coming in there looking refreshed and happy. And I'm like, you guys can all go to hell. You know what I mean? They're, you're too damn happy. You're like laughing at the table. And I'm like, please don't touch that. No, move that glass from her. You know, <laughs> it was it was a horrible idea. Huh. So Kyle, I'm gonna tell you right now, for future reference, never take your young kids to anything nice. Okay. This is why we have McDonald's. And, yep. and, and Pizza Hut and Chuck E. Cheese's because yep. they know the quality doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Just yep. get you in and get you out. Yep. Yeah. And pizza. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to learn to plan ahead a little bit better. Oh, I need you to shut up. Okay. <laughs> I didn't ask for your opinion on this. <laughs> I didn't ask for your goddamn opinion. Okay. You know how hard it is to find a good quality babysitter, Kyle? <laughs> okay? I have to do. No, I don't. You know, it was a last minute effort. Yeah. This is what happens when you have kids. You don't yeah. plan ahead. What am I supposed to plan four months in advance? No, Kyle. It was, hey, do you want to do something tonight? Are you tired? I'm not tired. Let's go do it. You know? Okay. That's right. what happened, Kyle. Okay. Okay. Huh. That, that, that added to my week. So thank you, Kyle, for not even being sensitive <laughs> to, my, to my hellish week. <laughs> you know, and then this morning I wake up. My wife was like, "Oh, here, hey, you know, happy birthday!" And the kids, like, really, it was beautiful little uh, picture that they did with like their footprints and everything. Like, that was really cute, you know. And I was like, "Oh, what's my?" You know, they gave me a nice little gift for um for Father's Day, and I'm I'm excited. And then yeah. I was like, and then it began. It was just more of like, okay, now let's watch cartoons. Nothing that I wanted to watch. Sure, you know, <laughs> it's like let's watch cartoons. So it basically became Happy Father's Day for about an hour. Okay. You know, my wife had like breakfast and I'm feeling good about life. I'm like, man, this might be a special day. Okay. And then it just went to basically let's just go and not watch cartoons and do nothing that dad wants to do. You know, so so to all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day again. Uh I know you didn't get anything you wanted, but it was fun. It was fun you know? <laughs> so yeah, man, that was my week and that's how it ended. You know? That's uh well, you can only go up from there. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Or it could just go back to <laughs> shitty yeah, on Monday. Yeah, right. You can level <laughs> off and stay about the same. <laughs> right, right. No, but no, thank you, man. This is the this was a good uh, therapy session, but I needed this, man. It was just it was it was tough, man. Because in the end, I just I'm realizing more and more that dentistry, again, we always say this, right? 
needs to pick up its it's just its vibe in general. It needs to just be right. better. Right. And I just think that we need to do better, Dennis. And I say this every time, and I really believe this. And it's just we need to figure it out, man. We need to figure yeah. it out. And I think we we need to figure out a way to elevate to what medicine is, because for certain things, because medicine is being taken over by corporations as well. Right, right, right. So now comes my little therapy session. Not quite as long as yours. Okay, good, good, because we don't have that much time. No, we don't have that much. Time. <laughs> So my question to you is if you're going to go get a procedure done, a couple of crowns, root canal, you know, a little bit of work that is going to cost a couple thousand dollars, you get the temporary crowns put on, you cancel your insert appointments. So to put the final crown on. To put the final crowns on. You cancel it, you don't show up. You never call the office back. The office continues to try to reach out to you. Hey, we need to finalize this treatment. You, yeah. you put some money down on this. We need to. Why wouldn't you go back? Because hmm. hmm. I don't have an answer for that. I have. Well, two, I have two cases sitting there right now. Both female. Both had jacked up front teeth. Right. Got did root canals. Did crown and bridge. Got them in temporaries. They put one of them put you know twelve hundred dollars down, uh, the other put twelve hundred I think, and they money. they disappeared. Now they still owe balance on their account, so that could have something to do with it. They don't have the money to pay the rest of it, and they're well, nice enough that they're presentable now. That's but it. what? Why not? I, I've had people come back that have paid the full amount for a single crown. Play full amount and never came back for the permanent crown. <laughs> it doesn't for a 10 minute procedure. You made it through the hard part. All you right. got to do is get the thing cemented on and they, they just don't come back. They don't call you back. They don't text back. Nothing. I don't understand it. Well, I'm, I'm going to say there's two things, right? So one, maybe they're just like, you did the crown so well, no. the front, the front teeth so well that they're like, I'm very happy with this. That's it was not way okay. better than, Okay. <laughs> I, I promise you that's not the case. <laughs> okay. Okay. The second thing is life happens, right? Yeah. It's okay. like I couldn't find a, a babysitter. Life happens. Yeah. You just have kids. You have a lot of things that you got to deal with, right? Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe job situation. I mean, okay. you know, I know Wall Street looks good, but, you know, Main Street is yeah. tough right now. So right. maybe I can't take the time off to, uh, uh, you know, come in at your hourly, your, 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 your hours. So in that situation, maybe you might just need to call them and say, hey, how about a Saturday? (laughs) How about we bring you in on a Saturday or something to just do it for maybe in uh, 10 minutes and see if that works? Because people may not have time to take off. They have time to give me a a five-minute call back, though. Everybody has time to give a five-minute call. That's very true because they have time for social media. They have time. I bet you they're posting crap on there all the time oh, yeah. they don't yeah. yeah i know yeah um so that's it uh so i don't know i mean i th- those are the two things that i got for you okay. i don't get it either i've never understood that where people will pay and then not show up for the final product that'd be yeah. like you know taking your car to get fixed and then just never picking up your car again it's like why would you do that yeah you paid me yeah here's your here's your product people you know? are interesting interesting times interesting people and trying to find the 
why people do what they want to do. I think you drive yourself crazy, which is what I'm currently doing. But and this is where I'm uh, at too. It's uh, it, it's it's interesting. People are complex things. There's something special. Yeah. There's something special. Yeah. People are something special, and yeah. in the end, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, how do I say this? <sighs> we signed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we signed up for this. It is what it is. Man. Yep. So well, thank you. Yep. Thank you for uh, the conversation. I'm glad you you got some stuff off the chest, and uh, hopefully so, this week turns out better for you. It needs to. I don't know how we can go any further. <laughs> like it really does. If you hear me going, if next week you're like, yep, so uh, you left dentistry, why? You know why. <laughs> so another week and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. And then I'm you're going to see me like maybe either selling my body or something weird. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, All so right. that's my last, I, I, I can't do, I, I, I don't have any other skills. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have any other skills, so yeah. and you will not see me in the NBA at all. So I do not have any other skills, you know. So, so yes, uh, and 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 yeah, my wife will will not let me uh, just stay at home. So, <laughs> and I suck at assistance. So I can't go backwards. <laughs> it is what it is. But all right, boss. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yep. Enjoy your day, man. Tell your yep. father to say Happy Father's Day, boss. I will. Happy Father's Day. All right, man. Later. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.